Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peace of Authenticity Podcast. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Andersons. In 2020, the Lord really challenged us on starting our own podcast. And so we invite you to join us on the journey of following Jesus every day. So let's grow together and learn together. Hello, everyone. Um, This might be weird because it is just me this week, but Aubrey got to go to a men's retreat, so I'm going to let him enjoy that, soak that up, and I'm going to do the podcast this week, which I'm very excited about. So we've been talking about our Israel trip every every episode of this season, season three, and we haven't got to, I mean, we've talked about some of our experiences and obviously what we've learned in Israel, but our personal experiences we have not gotten to really talk about yet. And I had quite the experience. Um, and if you guys are close to me, you might have heard about it because it was um, pretty intense for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I want to tell you about that and then kind of just go wherever the Lord takes me. So um, ultimately, I will start off with this. If you are a mom or if you are a parent in general, but I feel like all moms will be like, I feel you, girl. If you are away from your child for a while, you feel like a part of you is missing. And so the two weeks we were in Israel was the longest I have ever been away from Gray. I mean, the time before that, I think it was eight days and that was already too much. Like he had already grown. (laughs) We're always in our heads, but seriously, kids at that age, they grow. They grow so fast. So I really don't think I was in my head in that situation. But um, I was just missing him already I mean so we did a full day a full first day let me move this a little closer and it was amazing I mean obviously we're in Israel Aubrey and I had been there before in 2017 so we knew we loved it right but this one was just you know like what we talked about more in depth more um, biblical teaching not just hey look this is where this happened okay let's go to the next thing you know like we studied we learned and the first day already blew me away but you know it takes so much like emotion, brain power, even physical, because we were, you know, walking really far. We were sitting down and doing a lesson for an hour or so. Um, And if there weren't seats, then you stood and you stood there for an hour long teaching, which was amazing. I mean, I soaked every bit of it up, but my feet hurt, (laughs) you know, just like little things like that. And man, that second night, First of all, there's a bit of jet lag. Um, I want to say that Israel is seven, it's seven or eight hours ahead of us here in America, or at least central time zone. And so huge difference. Okay. So my body was already very confused because when we were supposed to be sleeping in Israel, it was the middle of the day, you know, here in America. And so I remember that night, I I mean, I felt fine. I, I missed gray. I really, I really missed gray, but I felt okay. And we go to lay down to go to bed. And I mean, I'm just laying there for hours and hours and then I start getting stressed because like I said earlier this trip took all the energy that I had physically mentally you know brain power all the things and I wasn't getting sleep and I also know that sleep is absolutely necessary for your organs to you know be healed in any certain aspect to get rest your body and your cells are just being nourished and stuff while you are sleeping (laughs) I know guys this like welcome to my brain so whenever I was laying there I was thinking the whole time like oh my gosh my uh all of my organs
organs aren't even getting like the proper nutrients or whatever. I, I don't know, guys. It was crazy. Um, I started getting panic attacks. I mean, starting at like one in the morning in Israel's time and no telling what time it was in America's time. I don't even know. I was texting my family, asking them to pray for me because I was like, listen, I can't sleep. And Aubrey is sleeping way too gracefully and looked way too peaceful over there. I was actually making pretty mad at him. You know how that is? Like, maybe it's just me. I don't know. I hope it's not just me. Like, if you see your spouse sleeping so well, my first reaction isn't like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that he's getting the rest that he so needs. I was thinking, how the heck is it so easy for him to sleep right now? And I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just me being real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little selfish. But anyways, so I'm laying there and I start getting panic attacks. And I mean, guys, my heart is just... I mean, it was that fight or flight kind of thing. And I didn't know what to do. I would walk around in the other room just in the dark, like, oh, yeah, like crying, trying to calm my breathing. Like, like it was pretty bad, guys. Like, I was really getting anxiety. Um, I was really getting anxious, really getting, like, some panic minor panic attacks and um, I was sitting at the end of the bed probably like three in the morning I don't know and I was just <laughs> like I was literally crying and it woke Aubrey up and listen I wasn't upset that it woke him up because I needed someone to talk to but I didn't want to be that person to like shake him awake so maybe I was crying a little louder like <laughs> you know what I mean like looking at him but it's fine I don't know 100% of that was it was very true yes <laughs> But I was crying and so Aubrey got up and he prayed with me and you know we talked for a little bit and he went back to sleep which is fine that's what people do in the middle of the night they go back to sleep but I didn't I just laid there and my first thought was the enemy is attacking me I'm gonna rebuke him right now in the name of Jesus get out leave me alone I'm going to sleep and then nothing happened and I just kept laying there freaking out listening to some worship music in my ear not too loud to wake Aubrey up again he did wake up again I woke him up again but anyways that's besides the point <laughs> I literally felt like I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys I literally felt like I was losing it it was a very surreal experience and I remember thinking like wow I thought I had like is going to sound kind of silly, but I think we've all had these thoughts. Wow, I really thought that I had grown. And now I'm realizing no sleep one night can make me question everything. It can make me lose all my peace, you know. And I couldn't even look at pictures of Gray on my phone that night. I bawled if I even thought of him. Um, it was bad. Like, you know, just some thoughts that were in my head was if something happens to me here, where's the hospital like just bizarre thoughts of whenever your mind is just reeling and your mind is not stopping and you're just laying there trying trying to go to sleep um so that night I got five minutes of sleep and I am just guessing because I almost drifted and then I woke back up so I don't know call it five minutes call it no minutes of sleep that's what I got and I was a mess um so emotional that morning <laughs> my friend April how did you sleep? <laughs> I did it. Like I was a mess. Just everyone's asked me, how do you feel this morning? Uh, like tears every time. Like don't even look at me. I'm literally going to cry right now. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. 
And so we started every morning at like 7 or 7.30 and we would do a Bible study and it would be amazing every time, of course. It would be over by like where the resort was or the hotel was. We'd walk a little a little bit out and then Brad would have a devotion for us. And at the end of the devotion, devotions, he always asks, you know, who's going to, who, does anyone have any prayer requests? And I knew I needed to pray. Uh, I needed someone to pray for me. I was a mess, like I told you earlier. And so I raised my hand and I was like, I didn't sleep at all last night. I mean, maybe five minutes. And I just kept having panic attacks. And of course I was crying when I was saying this to the group of 40 people that I don't know yet, (laughs) but I just knew I needed prayer. And wow, um, the Lord showed up that day. So funny story, which this is totally how the Lord works. I think it's enemy the whole time keeping me awake. And I'm like, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You know, just going. I was just going. Um, you know, those those times that you're like, listen, I got the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And I mean, that's true, but I was using it in kind of a wrong <laughs> context, which I'll tell you in a second. So that day, our very first hike was the hardest hike of the trip. And it was four hours long in the middle of the desert. And I'm going to tell you, this is the desert where the Israelites were for 40 years so it's pretty poetic what the Lord did um because it was just I'm telling you right now so we started at the top of the cliff the the city that we stayed the night in the hotel we did we literally just had to walk out and it was this most breathtaking beautiful view of like almost like I would say an Israeli version of the Grand Canyon maybe you know that might be a way for you to envision it but it was much bigger and it it's called the Mach Teshramon which we've talked about actually when we were talking about Moses in the beginning of this season and it was just oh my gosh just absolutely glorious just so beautiful and so we were at the top like the like the Grand Canyon picture that and now we're going down okay we went down for an hour and a half an hour to an hour and a half and then three to three and a half hours across the desert and every step down I knew the Lord was taking care of me like I knew the Lord has given me the strength that I needed that I didn't get whenever I was supposed to be sleeping the night before um, every step I took going down my legs shook but they were sure okay I don't know how else to explain it I knew I was gonna land every single big step off of a rock I just knew it and every step I felt the faithfulness of the Lord. I felt my faith growing. And it's not because of anything I did, because goodness knows I failed that test. If that was a test, I done failed it last night. You know, that's what I was thinking. But, and then I start realizing, you know what? That was not an attack from the enemy. That was the Lord showing me where my strength comes from. My strength doesn't come in the hours that I get sleeping the night before. My strength doesn't come in my son being there with me, my strength doesn't come in, you know, insert here, whatever you might rely on. I'm telling you, I am a person that needs her sleep. So the Lord knew. And I realized I can put my trust in him. I can lay everything out at his feet and know that it's taken care of. Because if I give something to the Lord and he does something different than what I would have done with it, then I have to realize he's the Lord. He sees the whole picture. I see the step in front of me barely sometimes. I trust him. He is worthy 
of my trust. And he taught me that that day. He taught me where to put my trust. And you think I would have known before. You know, I've walked with the Lord for I don't know how many years. I mean, I asked him into my heart when I was like eight. Rededicated my life when I was 12. And I probably rededicated my life at least six more times in high school. (laughs) But this was a whole new... I mean, I walked what the Israelites had to walk. They didn't know what they were doing, what where they were going to be going. They didn't even really, really know God yet. But they had to trust him. And then manna came down from heaven. And then they had water to drink. They had food in the middle of a desert that there is nothing there, guys. Take my word for it. There's nothing but rocks and dirt and a few shrubs that nobody wants to eat. <laughs> nobody. And it was this thing that I'll never forget. And I told the Lord, listen, Lord, you don't have to teach me that lesson again because I will not forget it. I will tell everybody, please. <laughs> Maybe that in and of itself shows me I still need some growth. But either way, that that is my story of how the Lord stretched me in Israel. And at the end of our desert walk, we were about to get back on the bus. I saw it in the distance or it was a mirage I don't know but it was the bus and I was like praise Jesus there's the bus and Brad read us um it is Deuteronomy 6 I do not remember the verses that is Aubrey that's always on with the verses and the chapters on the book but I do know it was Deuteronomy 6 and ultimately it lists all these things that the Israelites went through into the desert and Moses said the Lord showed us what was in our hearts in the desert pretty much the Lord exposed us in the desert I'm telling you that hotel where I didn't get any sleep that was smack dab in the middle of the desert the next day the four-hour hike that I took on I could do only by the grace of God was in the middle of the desert and I'm telling you right now the Lord exposed my heart in the middle of the desert he exposed the fact that I put my trust in other things besides him and he exposed the fact that I deal with some anxiety that when things are out of my control, I tend to lose it a little bit. And I'll never forget that. And it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. An experience, like I said earlier, I'd rather not have again. But if I need to, <laughs> I will do it again to be reminded. And, you know, lately the Lord's actually been stretching me in what surrender actually looks like. Because, of course, you know, if you think that you're, if you think, if you, you know, knowing you're a Christian, right, that you have a relationship with the Lord, you figure like, oh, I've surrendered. I mean, yeah, I've surrendered my life to him, right? But I heard this quote a while back, so I don't know, I don't know who said it, but it was most of us, most all of us accept Jesus as our Savior, but we don't accept him as our Lord. What our Lord is, it's who we follow every single day. It's who we look to and obey even if we don't understand it's who we have give everything to I choose every single morning to die to what I want sorry I'm getting too excited hit the table to die to what I want to die to my hopes to die to my dreams and lay them at the feet of Jesus because that is the safest place for them to go and if and if I lay them at his feet and it, sh- and it exposes a heart of ambition or pride or selfishness or selfish gain, I don't need it. We have to get to a place where we can lay every single thing at the feet of Jesus. So 
I just want to pray right now because I feel like during this prayer, the Lord is going to show you something that you haven't laid at his feet. You've laid almost everything else, you know, (laughs) figuratively, (laughs) but there's a few things. There's one thing. There's two things. There's maybe three or more that you have not laid at his feet. So I am just going to pray and just kind of, you know, I, I think, I really believe the Lord's going to show you what that is. And I pray that you have the boldness, that you have the courage, that you have the bravery to be able to lay that at Jesus' feet and that you truly trust him every single step that you take, whether it's in the desert, whether it's in the jungle, whether it's wherever, it doesn't matter because God is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for who you are. And I thank you that you love us, that you give us mercy, you give us grace, and that you are faithful, that you are trustworthy, that we can lay every single thing at your feet, and that it is safe. We are safe at your feet, Lord. I just pray right now over the spirit of Martha Lord, that there are just some of us, including me, that I've had to repent for, Lord, that just we like to stay busy. We like to be useful. We like to get things done, and we like to have most everything in our control. And I just pray right now, Lord, that we start laying at your feet like Mary. We start looking to you like Mary. There might be things to do. There might be people to see, places to go. But you, you are what matters. You are why we are here and if we are not serving you then why are we even here if we are not living for you then why are we here lord so i just pray right now that you bring conviction that there is repentance and what repentance is we ask for forgiveness and we turn from what we were doing lord that is true repentance so i pray right now for true repentance i pray for us to consecrate ourselves before you to clean ourselves before you lord that whatever we put before you Whatever's between us and you, our clear vision of you, there's something in the way, Lord. I just pray right now that it's we lay it down, that we lay it at your feet. Lord, that there's boldness. Boldness and bravery is just willing to take a step. So I just pray right now, Lord, that we're able to take a step and able to just see you for who you really are, Lord. Like we know, we say, yes, God is good all the time. He is faithful. He is trustworthy. But we don't fully live that every single day. So I just pray true surrender over every single person that hears the sound of my voice. True surrender every single day. Not just Sunday, not just Wednesday, not just Saturday. Lord, that we surrender to you every single day. Day that we are intentional to look to you, to spend time with you, to love on you, Lord, and to always put you first. Because when we do that, we can truly love others. We can truly pour out, Lord. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. So that's what I've been convicted with lately. <laughs> um, the Lord's brought a few things like um, to me that I've well one I've seen before um it's a book by Jeremy Riddle called The Reset and I've seen this because I think he wrote it in 2020 but I never read it and I've always been a little interested but then you know there's another book I'm reading or something like that and I decided you know what 
I'm going to read, I'm going to listen to it on audio. Okay. I'm not reading it, but I promise you, I'm like writing half the book in my journal, by the way, because it's so convicting and it's so good. And I challenge you to, to look into that, the reset. That's where he talked about complete surrender. And, you know, he's talking about worship leading, but honestly, we all are priests, right? And we all worship the Lord and our worship needs to be, you know, full of truth and, you know, a worshipful whole heart of worship. And, um, after that, after I started listening to the book, I found out that, um, Jeremy Riddle and Matt Redman have a podcast called Redman and Riddle. It sounds pretty cool, huh? It's good. It's so good. So there is another resource for you. And there's this song that is by, um, Callie and her last name starts with an H. I'm not even going to try to say what it is. Um, she could, she sings for like, she leads worship at Bethel, Callie H. Okay. And Rita Springer. And they wrote a song called, um, it's either you don't need money or it's free. Those are the words to the song. So (laughs) I will share that with you guys on, um, the socials. Oh, it's so, so, so good. And it just goes hand in hand because the Lord says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So why are we so afraid to lay everything down? When you lay it down, you'll be so thankful. And I have to tell myself that I haven't, I haven't fully figured this thing out. (laughs) Y'all are going through the journey with me right now of what full surrender actually looks like. And it's hard, but it's so worth it. And man, it's good. So I hope you enjoyed this. I mean, it was a lot shorter than our normal podcast, but if you think about it, Aubrey talks about half, I talk about half, so I've talked my half. It's been about 20-something minutes, <laughs> but I hope this blessed you, and um, like always, we love when you comment whenever you message us and let us know what, what this episode meant to you, or you know, even sending this to a friend that you know might need it, and um, we're just so thankful for you, and this podcast has been such a blessing to us, and we hope it's been a blessing to you. And um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. We love you and we'll see you later.